0: Greetings. This is Jedi Master Obi Wan Kenobi. I'm about to have a conversation. I, Master Plo, have you heard of this conversation? Yes, Kotoya, Obi Wan. You're listening to Star Wars Conversations here, indeed.
1: To Conversations, I'm Charles. And I'm Pat. Episode
0: 15, The Fandom Presence, Part 2. We continue to explore the universe of fandom, traversing the galaxy from Tampa to Batu, from the internet to Southwest Florida. This is the Galaxy's Edge episode. Woohoo! Well, one of them.
1: <laughs>
2: awesome.
1: <laughs> Alright, so. We are doing volume two of our fandom presence. Yes. Where we seek out fans uh, and uh, in the environment that we happen to be in at that point.
0: Which is more often than not Star Wars based.
1: Right, right. Even when we're in Walmart and no one else is listening, we're constantly. Where they have
0: the the four stores
1: at Walmart. That's true. So the first (laughs) place we have um, a story from, well, an interview from at least, uh, is from the Tampa Bay Comic Con. Yes. And uh, her name is Lisa, and uh, she was doing an awesome cosplay of uh, Hoth Leia. Yes. Yes. And uh, let's take a listen to that interview. All right, this is Charles from uh, Conversations, and we're here at uh, Tampa Bay Comic Con, and I just ran into an awesome cosplayer, and I'm going to ask herself to introduce herself, myself, herself, and who she's dressed as.
3: Hello, my name is Lisa, and I'm dressed like Princess Leia from Hoth.
1: And it is absolutely stunning. I got the picture and I'll be posting along with the podcast. So I got to ask you, who's your favorite character? Not that I need big of a hint, but let's go for it anyways.
3: Well, I do have to say that I love Leia. I mean, she's got such strength and power and she's an amazing role model. But I'm also have to say that I'm partial to Obi-Wan Kenobi. I find that he's fantastic and just absolutely just the strength of, of a Jedi. It's a wonderful person to look up to.
1: Absolutely 100% agree. Now, um, can I ask you your origin story of how you got into loving Star Wars?
3: Well, um, I actually loved Star Wars as a kid. I grew up with two brothers, so you sort of do whatever, you know, um, my brother's doing in the house. That's how you get along, right? You just watch the movies they're watching. So I watched the movies they were watching, and, of course, that was Star Wars. Every single Christmas, we'd watch Star Wars. on. They'd always show it on TV. It's kind of tradition. And then I started cosplaying a little bit and then I ended up going to Star Wars Celebration where I saw James Arnold Taylor for the first time being the host. And that sort of solidified, you know, uh, my true uh, interest in cosplaying and my love of Star Wars.
1: That is amazing. Of course, James Arnold Taylor is here and I waved to him, but he didn't see me. Um, we saw him, we went Pat and I, my co-host. He, uh, we went to Star Wars Celebration in Chicago and met him there and got his autograph, great guy. Um, and so you mentioned uh, you used to watch movie. What was the first movie, Star Wars movie, you actually saw?
3: Um, I actually saw the original movie, A New Hope. Kind of dating myself here, but uh, they had actually replayed it in theaters a couple of years after it came out, and I remember going uh, and seeing that with my brother, and it was really a great experience because we left the theater just really not even knowing what we saw. We're just amazed at you know the effects because back then, of course, it was super effective and amazing. Uh, still is, you know, no matter what. The technology of the time didn't really allow for, you know, computers at all. But it was still, you know, the best uh, version that you could find of true sci-fi in its element.
1: I could have said it better myself. Do you do any other cosplay? Or is, I mean, this uh, Hoth Leia is amazing, but do you do any other uh, Leia?
3: Um, yes, actually, I do. I do original A New Hope Leia in her white outfit. And I actually do her mother, uh senator padme amidala and her picnic dress the yellow picnic dress which is my super favorite and i love it and i was doing that yesterday i love that outfit is is she's given so many great dresses and outfits to wear that it's really a nice option for cosplayers to be able to choose from something of that uh you know from that movie and from from her whole uh catalog
1: yeah because you can actually do like four day con and not wear the same costume over and over again that's spectacular well i'm going to ask you one more question and if you could have one character from the entire saga, uh, books, TV shows, movies, have over for a weekend to just relax and hang out with, who would that person be?
3: Wow, that is a really great question. I think I'd have to start with Obi-Wan Kenobi because he's amazing. I think I'd have Deadpool there for laughs, and I think I'd also definitely want to get into the mind of V for Vendetta. Just a lot of different characters there. Something definitely to, you know, um, sort of make for an interesting evening or two.
1: And an an interesting dinner as well. (laughs) Thank you very much. It was great to meet you and enjoy the rest of the con. So there we go. So that was Lisa. And um, I showed you the picture, of course, and uh, she was uh, (laughs) a great great fan and so easy to talk to, and you could tell her passion was so strong, and, uh, you know, she sounds more like almost my age group, seeing the, you know, well, A New Hope, as it was called after the re-release in theaters, Um, and it could have been with the Empire Strikes Back, like when I saw it. Could have been. Yeah. Why is it always about you? Because I'm important
0: okay (laughs) we'll go with that (laughs) yeah (laughs) whatever Um, wallet (laughs) um yeah that uh just just goes to show you the vast array of fandom and how you've got people on every end of the spectrum people that have been old enough to have been fans from the beginning um you know and then in that same age bracket, people that weren't fans that kind of became fans later on and then of course the the children when the you know the prequels and sequels came out that are fans right. at such a young age right. of, of the new stuff as well. Uh, so I think it's just really very cool to be able to see that and um, and see it play out through through different um, uh, avenues of, right. the, of the fandom
1: absolutely and the fact that she uh, was was there what it sounds like the whole Tampa Bay Comic Con uh, three. I think it was a three day event uh, and she wore Amidala's dress uh, that's I mean talk about dedication that sounds like what you and I did for celebrations like every day was a different cosplay that's how much we were into it and all the time it takes to get ready and I'm sure the cost especially for that dress I mean that's to reproduce that that's, yeah. that can't be cheap No, yeah very cool. Um, so the next uh, interview we got was actually a Galaxy's Edge. So we uh, we had just run the Smuggler's Run, uh, the the uh, Falcon Ride. We had intended
0: to get some interviews uh, pre and post ride interviews from people in the queue and. Um we didn't yeah. because we were just so immersed in the queue itself. Yeah,
1: and I mean, we're and, like,
0: oh, there's credits. Yeah, oh, uh, Sabak. Nice. Oh, look at that oil pan. It's a scout trooper helmet. <laughs> and, and honestly, <laughs> too,
1: the, the line was moving quick enough where it became almost it, to ha- hard to have a conversation, unlike with Sean. Have a what? A, a conversation. conversation. Yes um with Mandy uh, and uh, in uh, the store line where you know yes. we stood still for 14 and a half days uh, so that made it somewhat easier to uh, to speak but if point. you round up it was 15 days right um <laughs> so so this one was uh, this this group this group of four friends um, and you'll hear very soon uh, how that breaks down in those two, according to those four people and just a great um, uh, cross section, yeah, it's a great sampling. Yeah, of what and we couldn't have asked for a better group, and they're very happy. We didn't to speak to, and yeah. they didn't ask no, for it either. No. <laughs> but here it is. All right, so uh, it's Pat and Charles here. We're at uh, where are we again? We're at Galaxy's Edge. Right, right, right. That new park, right? Uh, Star Trek yeah, park. Yeah, it's Star Trek. Ch- it's Star Wars. Star Wars. Right. Yeah. Star that's Wars, the we're here Yeah. So uh, we just ran into four awesome fans. They just literally just came off the Smuggler's Run, yes. and we'd like to, first of all, have themselves introduce themselves. Have, them have themselves, themselves introduce, introduce themselves. themselves. Yes. Yeah, uh, That makes sense. All right. And your name is? My
0: name's Lexi. Lexi. Mackenzie.
1: Mackenzie. Melissa. And Melissa. I'm Ryan. All right, Ryan. Okay. So um, how did you guys, first of all, what were your expectations going into the ride?
0: I was really excited, like, getting to be in the Falcon, because, like, I grew up. Like hearing about or like watching the movies with my dad and stuff, and getting to like firsthand, like be a pilot in the Falcon, like and getting to like put it into like hyper speed or light speed or whatever. It was like the
1: coolest thing of my life. Like, I'm still shaking. It's awesome. And how about you? What was your expectation? That's a good answer. Yeah, she ticked them all off by the way. No pressure, no pressure.
2: Um, but no, uh, the first time I rode it, I got to be a pilot, and it was super awesome. It was so, like, nerve-wracking at first because, like, you're the one controlling the ship. But it was so fun, so awesome. We got, like, what, 43%, which isn't that isn't bad, isn't great either. Yeah, well we got
1: but, 12, so, oh my nice God. job.
2: Oh, heck yeah! Heck we heck only got two.
1: 43, oh, poor us. <laughs> but the, the ship survived. Yes, <laughs> that's the important yeah, part. And those it, safety it, it features weren't there.
2: But yes, it was awesome, it was amazing. The second time I was engineer, lots of button pushing. Yes. Super fun, still super interactive. Unlike yes. like what well, I've heard from other people.
1: Yeah, I still got Jeez. 10 to 90s in my arm from the, uh, the arm room. And how about you? What were your okay, expectations? So,
2: honestly,
0: I'm not a huge Star Wars fan just because I haven't seen everything. Okay. So coming here, I was very excited to see how they did it and what to look for and expect and everything like that. But when I actually got in and waiting in the queue, I thought everything was so interactive and like you're transferred into this whole other galaxy and world. So right. I'm definitely not a fan of it. But going on the ride... I wasn't quite sure, but then actually being on it, I was like, this is so, so awesome, cool. and like she said, interactive, and you just get immersed in this experience. And, <laughs> that's uh, great. It's, it was really amazing. I and loved this setting
1: it. here is amazing. No matter where you look, whatever angle you look at, there's something about Star Wars. Just, you cannot exactly. miss it, and that's It's so immersive, yeah. and yeah. such a I wonderful experience. I'm with
0: it, and it's yeah. not saying I'm not a fan, it's just I don't know, have enough knowledge of Star Wars to know everything and be super hyped about it, but even not knowing that, I'm getting Super hyped ex- just that's being great. here so yeah. I love it awesome. and I'm ready to like you have to if you watch yeah, all no, them movies. <laughs> well, good.
1: Well, it's a good thing if you follow yeah, the link on the, card, on the yeah, card. There's a viewing yeah. order that we have to suggest for you for people yeah, who haven't yeah, watched it yet. The so there you go. Hey, I will do
0: that. So we'll I actually watch. haven't had
1: any expectations. I haven't seen a Star Wars film since Disney purchased the franchise. Um, the only thing I was told that this was like Star Tours on drugs. Like that's what yeah. I was told, and I was like, okay. All right, don't condone the use yeah. of drugs. No, no, but but no that's what I was saying. Okay. It was like no sure. responsible. No, 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 no drugs at all. Right, right, right. Death sticks. Death sticks. No, Death jewel. Right, right. So I was really wowed by the queue. Um, actually, a lot more impressed by the queue than the attraction itself, but okay. the attraction itself was—it definitely fit that description. I, I would a say lot that more... the queue
0: is part of the attraction.
1: There you go. There you yes, go. exactly. Um, cool. It was very well engineered, very well imagineered. Um, the attraction itself was incredible. That was a really fitting description, albeit a bit controversial, the whole drug thing, but it really fits. <laughs> it really fits. There's a lot more control. It's a lot more modern than the Star Tours. Those are my impressions. Well, thank okay. you very much. Do yes. you have any All other right. questions?
0: No, I think we're good. That's good. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, Enjoy the rest. i There you go. Thank you very much. Enjoy the rest <laughs>
1: yeah. of this day. Talk about a cross-section of people. And this is a yeah. one group of four friends who all just showed up. Just all different
0: ends of the spectrum yeah. of fandom and of knowledge and just... And, and, and
1: impressions from the land of yeah. itself. That's the type of power that Star Wars has to draw. It's like It's still a cool ride. And it's... Uh, it's, it's an immersive experience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, and with that, we're going to take a quick break. What's the best little snack in the outer rim? It's Tashi Station Bagels.
0: Now featuring donuts. The force is strong with them. Oh, I agree, Master Plow. The force is very strong with these converse suations. This is the converse you're looking for.
1: Back here, we are in our last interview at Galaxy's Edge. A pair of, of fellas from the 501st, uh, exactly. And whenever we get a chance to speak to them, we always do because of their mission. and What they do is just awesome. So, here we go. All right, Pat and Charles here. How are you doing? I'm doing well, and you, I'm pretty good. How's the blue milk? Oh, it's delicious. Uh, well, it's better than the green milk, but yeah, there's no alcohol, much. no, not by not much. much. There's no alcohol, yeah. so we can share right, right. exactly right. with the kids. Yeah,
0: we're gonna give the kids some um, without you know dcf knocking on the
1: door right and being able to talk and not slur our voices i sorry what did you say but, okay there captain okay. all okay. right so we just we just ran into two uh 501st members yes and Love those guys. Uh, yes and their mission and we're gonna ask them their names to see what they're up to and then we'll go from there all right absolutely hey guys i'm dave
4: conklin from tampa bay squad
1: i'm rob howard mccasy squad Wonderful, okay, cool. All right. And uh, what have you guys done today? What, what, what have you been up to?
4: Um, we've—I actually been just hanging out in Batu today, and uh, I did the Smugglers' Run about a half a dozen
1: times, and just <laughs> just sitting here watching everything and enjoying it. So, most what were your yeah, most impressive? What was your highest percentage score?
4: Uh, I don't think we got too high because I did the engineer most of the time. Okay. So I think we're about eighty-three
1: on the highest one we did. Okay, well, I'm going to edit that and put 10 because we only did 12, so that's okay. <laughs> but, but
0: I took that to mean 12 parsecs, so I think we're oh, okay. We did it quicker?
1: I think. Or worse? Or, I don't know. Okay. But we did it. Yeah, we did the do it. The important thing is we did it. And not well. Right. So what were your expectations going in about the run? Um, you
4: know, I, I thought it was going to be great, and then I went through on you know both sides. It got to go in when I went through the, um, you know, the regular side. And you get to see everything, you get to see the docking and, and all the, the detail in here is just incredible. Yeah. I mean, you know, between the the, the, the credits laying around and everything, yes. you know, it, it's just incredible. But the the ride was the ride was awesome. And the interactive part of the ride just makes it that much better. It's just not sitting there and letting it do it. Yeah, you, you gotta you, be you yeah, the the people in got there, to there operating to you gotta you, hit it. Yeah, you gotta hit it or you, you can either do really good or you know, Honda's really Not like us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although we did have a 10-year-old at the helm. Yes, and he held up his own.
1: Yeah, it was oh. me that was terrible. Well, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> and what about you? What were you we up to here? Well,
5: guys, you're catching me as I'm just walking in for the first time. Oh,
1: here. nice. Perfect.
0: Sweet. I, I That's am, fantastic. I am new to
5: all this. so. What do you uh, think so far? I am blown away by the detail. Just you even the doors out, and every stuff. Every little thing you see in here is just... Completely amazing. Yeah. I walked in and it was.
1: Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we came here opening day. We were yes. here at the opening in, day.
5: Incredible. And, yeah. So we're just soaking it all up right now. Here with yeah. my wife Sherry and we're just blown away. Oh, it's, it's insane. Incredible. So
0: incredible. And all the cast members are totally in character, in world. Yes, world. they are. And it's just, yeah, it's so cool. Very cool. They, right? they are type.
5: Yeah, so yeah. I'm just soaking it all up right now, for like a you know a kid on Christmas day. Absolutely, actually, that's, Absolutely. A, that's, that's the way awesome. it is for Absolutely. me. Today. I'm soaking <laughs> it all in, man. Soaring that's it great, all in. loving it.
1: Awesome. So we'd like to ask you about sure. the Five O First and okay. uh, how does it work, and what what does you what do you guys do?
5: Okay, the Five O First is a nonprofit, worldwide charity organization based on, of course, the Star Wars characters. We have the Empire and the Rebellion as well. Um, The Star Wars uh, 501st Legion, uh, again, does charity work for all all kinds of causes. We do uh, mostly hospital visits and things of that nature, sick children, cancer victims, and things like that. We uh, sometimes raise money through some of our charity events for these organizations. We do parades, and we do some special events, you know, coordinations as well. People who love Star Wars like us, you know, just like to pop in and say hi every now and then, you know.
0: (laughs) yeah that's so good
5: but uh being a charity organization is really our main focus and yeah. giving back to the the community it's awesome
1: yeah, that's, that's so awesome what we do. That's so great so i've had the pleasure of seeing you guys at two comic cons and i'm sure you've seen them as well yes. um and the sets that you guys not only build out of your own money um <laughs> so you guys build the sets that you guys bring to the different events And you put them up, you tear them down, and you're there completely to not only promote the Star Wars brand, but also the charity work that you do. Uh, I got to imagine when you're walking through this place, there's nothing but inspiration to the detail that you guys have. I mean, this is exactly almost what you guys do, but it's just in a more physical form. And what is that? First of all, have you been involved in building any of the sets? Yeah, I've actually built
4: um, three
1: of our sets up in
4: New York. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so I had a uh, Death Star background, a Tatooine background, and then coming here and seeing the different uh, details and different um, pieces that they use is just amazing. Yeah. You know, and that that's really what's that that's kind of that's kind of one of the hard parts about being a builder. Also, is because you you're not only it's not even only the ah, it's the how, how, what did, what did they and use and what did, yeah, exactly. That's and, so and, good. And, that, and that is that is when I'm looking at these things, I'm like, man, I can make mine a little bit better by using oh wow, okay, they use, they use this pipe or they use this and oh, wow, that would really intense you
0: know the the, the displays, and right? It is, it, it's, it's yeah. just awesome. Besides just that extra like bit of uh realism, absolutely to the displays, it doesn't look like a prop,
1: it looks like a, a Part of a set or yeah, or or really part so. of a world, yeah. you know, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah, that's completely immersive. And well, thank you very much for taking time yeah, out of your guys' day. You. And uh, really we'll uh, we'll yeah, hope you guys do to your you. what you guys that. do for I'm the five hundred first. Right thank you for everything that you do yeah. And, yeah. You. and supporting the community and keep on doing it. And we'll try and support you guys as much as we can. Uh, thank, thank you so much. All right, thank yeah, you. Have a good one, guys. Thank you. Those people, dedication. It's just the. I mean, yes, they're having a great time with their fandom and cosplay but the dedication that it takes and, and the commitment obviously uh, yeah to to remain active and to be accepted and like the, into the um into the 501st and the, the strict rules you have to go through i mean talk about a calling uh, really a yeah. calling for that uh, that is also been supported by your fandom oh yeah yeah i think
0: they're um they're really um uh really you know special you know People, but then they they bring that sort of special to others as well yeah absolutely yeah.
1: absolutely so we have our second uh second submission for our original trilogy of questions our ot questions are uh starting to gain in popularity actually and we have uh some requests and um our second submission, our first, of course, was from Anthony, Rural real mm-hmm. um, one of the great supporters of, of not just our podcast, but so many podcasts online, and he listens to them all and talks about the fandom in positive ways and helps a lot of people, and, and um, Michael Condon, who's today's OT supplier, um, also has his own YouTube channel, and he's uh, also a huge Star Wars fan, and uh, he was in Chicago as well, and... Um, And uh, we were talking at one point, or communicating, and he was ecstatic to be able to have a chance to answer questions. So he submitted them, and and, uh, let's give him a listen. All right. Hi, everyone. This
6: is Michael Condon. And Charles and Pat were gracious enough to ask me to come on here and answer a few questions for them for the OT. The first question is, when did your Star Wars fandom begin? And as far as I can remember ever growing up, I've always been a Star Wars fan. I have older cousins and an older brother who would have been able to go see the original trilogy or Star Wars in the theater. Um, so I grew up playing with action figures and toys My first real memory, though, is being at my aunt's house, playing with my cousin's toys, and I got to be the Red Cloud Car from Bespin City, and that was a big deal to me. I don't remember why. I just remember being a few years old, and it's a memory that I have. Um, They also pulled out The Darth Vader case with all the figures and everything in there, which was just so cool. And up until recently, this is kind of maybe um, TMI, I went back and figured out that there is a good chance I was conceived on the opening day, May 25th, 1977, of Star Wars. If you count back nine months from when I was born. So there's that. The second question is, what is my favorite Star Wars memory? I don't really think it's one set memory. Um, as a kid growing up, in my teenage years, I probably wasn't the nicest kid in the world. Kind of rebellious. Never really got in trouble because I was always lucky. But it really strained the relationship on my father and myself. And even going into my 20s, um, the same thing We had a a strange relationship because, basically, because of me. Um, You know, he had a part to play in it, but it was all of my doings. um, We'll just say that did that. But I was able to watch episode seven and Rogue One with him in the theater back in Buffalo, which kind of helped. Um, Our relationship was on the mend. And doing much better than it had been, but it was just sharing those moments with him um, really made, in my eyes, a big difference. And then the third question is what event or moment helped me decide to start broadcasting on YouTube? And I was out of work, I was on disability, Um, I had gone back to school, I was just kind of bored. And I was watching these guys on YouTube. Some of them were amazing. Some of them were not. And I really just did it to make friends. Um, Not real-life friends, but friends I could talk Star Wars with. I hadn't gotten into podcasting at all. Um, I really had nothing to do star wars wise so i decided hey i'm just going to start doing this and maybe i'll make a few friends um and it honestly turned out better than i could have ever imagined well unless i was friends with john Favreau and j.j abrams and ryan johnson um but that's maybe the next step but yeah that's a whole other story in itself um how my friends who are now in real life friends that were internet friends and Star Wars friends came to be but that kind of gets into a really long story which I'll save for another time maybe Charles and Pat will have me be on and we can talk about that a little bit more in depth or it's on my origin stories on my YouTube channel that you can find with that, I said good day. May the Force be with you.
1: So there we go. There's Michael. There he is. <laughs> that origin story was awesome. I yep. mean, the conception, talk about, uh, talk about uh, the Chosen One. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh. But that's great. And, you know, uh, I mean, when I first listened to it, I was, like, laughing out loud when he talked about <laughs> John Favreau and JJ, yes. which would be a nice outcome, of yeah, course, yes. for everybody. We yeah. don't love that. right? Yeah. um, And Dave Filoni, of course, him too. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, But uh, really cool to hear a perspective again. Just some somebody who's a fan, and and if you interact with him online, and you see you know his YouTube channel, or even on Twitter, when he's not sort of broadcasting, just like the, you can see how um, that fandom comes through, and just like an openness of other people's opinions, and you know he's gone through some stuff in life, like probably everyone has, and. Sort of core, uh, that core piece of memory surrounding is Star Wars. You know, he's always come back to that and even helps uh, with him and his dad and his relationship with his dad, which, you know, is probably a very, very common story throughout the entire fandom. <laughs> uh, but thank you very much, Michael. And we're going to include his links uh, to his YouTube channel and everything uh, in the uh, show notes. So Perfect. Yeah. And um, we're going to do one more listen to an interview that we just did with uh, Pat's wife. And nice. uh, we're listening to that right now. So we're here with the awesome wife of Pat, and uh, we affectionately call her Kalea because <laughs> she came with us along with the rest of our families, uh, the yes. one big happy family to Galaxy's Edge. And we wanted to ask her a few questions as well because she experienced it for the first time. So what before you even set foot in the park, yes. what, what? did you have any expectations?
2: I actually did not look into it because I wanted to see what it was going to be like. Um, I didn't wa- watch any of what the rides would be like or what the actual would f- surroundings would be, so I wanted to actually get a full-on surprise when I walked in.
1: Very cool. Now, you did all the planning, as you do all the time with yeah. all these different adventures that we go on, and Disney, and hotels, and yes. celebration. So there's there's sort of an intimate a part of it in the sense that You are sort of in the background, behind the curtain, putting it all together for us to go there. Mm -hmm. But you're just doing it like almost like from a front side, just sort of booking the thing and trying to really keep your mind empty of any expectations to have the fun of seeing it for the first time.
2: Absolutely right.
1: Okay, so when when we left, what did you like when we were getting ready to go that morning? Was there any sort of excitement? Like it was like was it finally opening here? day morning? As that's what yeah. Opening day, the day morning. I
2: first went like we. Yes. Went in. Yes. Uh, craziness! I was expecting absolute chaos, honestly, okay. I, and I wasn't too excited about it because, uh, as you know, us Star Wars fans are pretty crazy, and I wanted to actually see everything. So I did not get as much excitement as others would have for first day. Okay. <laughs> okay. Overwhelming is what I felt. Okay. Yes. Yeah.
0: But then when we got there, but
2: then when we got there, and yes, and we got through the first tunnel and went into the land, um, it was awesome actually. Um, once, well, once everybody was on the same page, cast members and people there to view it knew where to go. Then it kind of got a little bit more interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah, first visit I think was very, uh, very <laughs> chaos. Yeah, cause there wasn't you, any full you plan. You the park map, but yeah. it's just kind of like. Oh, this turn takes you to Toy Story Land. Well, that wasn't... That's 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 the thing about the
2: Star Wars Land, or Galaxy's Edge, is that it wasn't like the rest of the park. It was literally like its own land completely. Like, you could have a map in your hand of what's around the corner, but since even the terrain and the whole atmosphere was... Like, you're walking on a set of of the Star Wars, it was completely not... Even reading a map wouldn't wouldn't give it justice to where everything's at.
1: So... Can, now you can compare mm-hmm. your first experience, so opening day, chaos, but yeah. being there for the first day compared to your second time, which we just got back from. Oh, it was,
2: it was so much better. Yeah, you could actually walk in and take in the surroundings, the buildings, the um, how every detail was covered, um, so you couldn't see anything but the land, like uh, – I was amazed by how they made something so new look so old to match the set. <laughs> um, <laughs> lived but, in. Lived yes, in. exactly. Yeah. And um, when we went on the ride and, yeah, there was an hour line, but it didn't seem like it because we were spending that time looking at all the structures, the Millennium Falcon, like all the views outside of um, Smuggler's Run. Is that what mm-hmm. it is? Yeah. Um, it didn't seem like a wait at all because there was so much to take in, and it was actually pretty incredible re- um Seeing it that way and how people can put it together, and you really feel like you're—I didn't even feel like I was in Hollywood Studios, quite honestly. That's cool. Yeah, that's it was very
1: awesome. true. I totally agree. Is yeah. like, No matter where you looked, you didn't see anything of the mm-hmm. outside world. It was just a self-contained yeah. place that you were in until yeah. you left. Which Absolutely. Is
2: really cool. Which was and it was then it was completely different. It was like oh I was just in there for hours and you know it's like a, I didn't even realize it was that how long I was yeah. really in there. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I love the cast members. How they're all, you know, in quote-unquote uniform, but they're not all the same. Yeah, you know, they, they look like they are extras in the films, and they're just there with with their little Batuan name tags. But you know, kind of independent of each other in terms of um, uniform style
1: and um, that sort of presence. Oh. Right. So the the actual run itself, you were with me <laughs> and Pat and yes. Declan, my son, yes. for the ride out of the six people. So it was, it's a six person ride in yes. the Smugglers Run. And what did you? Once we made it through the entire line, and we were, we went through the preamble with Hondo and sort of setting up the story. <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> quite the quite the man that one. Um, and then we walked through the doors and opened up and we see the interior of the Falcon, like the round sort of corridors. Yes. What was your What was your first thought when you saw that?
2: I actually, since I had no idea what it was about, like I did not know what it was, it was amazingly um, made to get put together. Um, it was like you were actually in the, in the actual, what were the, like the- The living quarters. Yes, and exactly. The yes. And, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. and uh, then they gave you titles of pilot, engineer, or gunner, and let you kind of be part of the experience, which was I was pretty excited about. I just wish I could actually videotape these guys, <laughs> but it was dark. <laughs> but yeah, we
1: got some great audio. No, there. yeah, I do. <laughs> and some tattered. But it was uh, vocal fun. Cords. I was like, what yes. is this? Yeah. And uh, how, what did you think of the actual ride? Like, what did you? Did you I do?
2: wish it was longer. That um, I have to go back <laughs> you and try. Did better. Yes. I was a gunner. Um, I would <laughs> like to do the pilot, but the engineers didn't seem like they had much. Um, opportunity to do anything because we were doing Riding well, long enough, and shooting yeah. enough things out that they didn't need to be used. Yeah, I'm not
1: quite sure what they were doing, but I mean,
2: <laughs> so they didn't have to push any buttons. buttons yeah, but I'd, liked, buttons, yeah. I'd like to go back and do the pilot part, and um, yeah, and I'd like to try them all, I like, in fact, that's, and just figure that out. Yeah, so I think that it's was just, it's just great from a design it was about standpoint. Yeah, 10 to 12 minutes, I guess. And I did wish it was a little longer, but that just means I'll get back in line. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: <laughs> and by the time we left, of course, that line was like, oh, yeah, basically <laughs> really short. Around. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's great. And. The uh, having seen it from sort of early morning, like literally pre dawn mm-hmm. when we f- when it first oh, opened, yeah. at opening day, yeah, and then sort of exiting the park as the sun was just coming up, and then coming back again into it mm-hmm. in bright daylight, it changed my experience. How did you how did you see that? As like,
2: I like agree, um, and it, like I said, it, it seemed as though we were just where. We were surrounded, every single thing you looked at, like the the X-wing, the A-wings, every thing you looked at, it was just, like, more real, more realistic, because you were able to see everything right. and take it in, and the way that the sky, like, it's built high enough, like, you don't see anything mm-hmm. else, but also, that like, you could see how the day changes. It's like you're spending the whole entire, ex- if you stay there day and night, you could actually experience what that would have been mm-hmm. like if you were actually, actually there. there. Yeah, yeah, and that was pretty neat. That's very cool. Yeah.
1: And collectively, we spent—I mean, over the two days, we spent what, maybe six, seven hours in mm-hmm. there yeah. in that park, mm-hmm. and we bought food. Essentially, yeah. we haven't—we didn't buy anything at all. We didn't buy, didn't spend anything. So the, mm-hmm. yeah, we still need to go back to, to get, ta- get you my tonton. Tauntaun, tauntaun. Tauntaun. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. And tauntaun. I'd love to get a, a black kyber crystal, you know, like just some little trinkets like that. But you know, obviously you and I could stay in there for hours <laughs> and just walk around every corner, nook and cranny. Um, days. <laughs> days. <laughs> but um, there's so much to look at and to see and absorb. That's what's just so cool about it. And that's what, you know, um, that was good, good for me and like what, why I want to, just want to keep going back. And are you looking forward to your return trip?
2: Yes, absolutely.
1: Cool. Yes. Very mm-hmm. cool. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much no, for giving us your time. Thank you. Check is in the mail. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Bye. Well, that was awesome. Such a great perspective, of course, and to uh, sort of almost live by vicariously through your fandom for Star Wars and mm-hmm. not me by proxy, I guess. Right. Um, but hearing that sort of, that excitement and the uh, the the fun that she had. And you know what's funny is, like I told you, Declan is now watching the movies, right? He's yes. He's watching, uh, of course, according to According to our order, right. So we're we're watching um, uh, Empire right now, and uh, mm-hmm. we haven't had a chance. We haven't had a chance to finish it yet. But what we did have is when we got home on Sunday, um, we threw it in after I got back from grocery shopping before he went to bed. Yes. And uh, it was the scene when they're blasting out of Empire, off of Hoth, and they he saw like, the, the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon with the with the windows. Yes. His face went berserk. He's like, like I he, was in that I thing. Was in, he literally said, oh, my God.
0: And Uncle just, Pat pulled the thing and we went to hyperspace. I was the
1: best and he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but the innocence, like, the, the reaction to him making that connection between what he had just experienced hours before and to what he saw on screen on, the, on screen yes. from a movie that was made 40 years ago yeah uh, he was just blown away and it like sort of gave him that even extra sort of belief in the whole story that's sort of really building for him which is really really cool
0: yeah that is awesome
1: and so there we go there's the uh, end of our Phantom Phantom of presence presence
0: volume, volume two. two
1: we hope you guys enjoyed it and um we are going to continue doing these types of Sort of guerrilla-style interviews whenever we're out and about, and we'll collect them and we'll put them out. And,
0: uh, and if you'd like to be a part of our more um, more grounded uh, OT original trilogy of questioning, um, feel free to submit those to any of our social outlets.
1: Right, right. And if you would like questions specifically written for you, send us a message, and we'll we'll delve into it and we'll get you other questions. But if you just want to do a sort of a basic three original trilogy questions you want to submit by all means through twitter through facebook through our email on our website and all those will be in the uh, in the show notes and uh thanks again for listening
0: and as always may the force be with you i like to say that conversation now i can't stop all right may the force be with you listen on